From Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason Gattanio! Yes, hello! How you doing? <laughs> Thank you, Jason Kelly. Thank you. Oh! What a group! Oh my goodness. Thank you very much. Yes! Ah, you're too kind. Thank you. Wow! Ah, we welcome you to the very first, I would say the second week right now of the Queen's New Yorker. We were here with you last week on the first week of 2024. This is January 8th. This is the Monday show, and it is episode 248 of our fantastic show. Two more episodes, and we're halfway to 300. Oh, and we can't wait to get there. And in our ninth season, we're doing fantastic. Also, too... We're in our third part of the TV series. Right now, we're on a part three. We did Channel 2 last week. We've done two parts of the station we're doing now. We're going to finish up with part three of the history of WNBC Channel 4. Yeah, there they are. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So that's this. Uh, that's the scenario for today. We're gonna to do part three, and we're ready to go. As if you're ready to go, also too. We have over. We're, we're three listens away from seventy-four hundred views. So we're at seven thousand three hundred ninety-seven listens on Spotify. Uh, that's a fantastic feat, my friends. Thank you so much for that. You, uh, the round of applause can be held until later on, but we're going to get on with the program here. So hopefully you'll take it over the 7,400. I know we'll get there. We'll get to eventually 8,000 views if we continue on the path that we're going. If you have not subscribed to the new YouTube channel that's out there, we'll put the description in the link for you. It is the Queens New Yorker um, uh, archives and uh, all that other fun stuff. It's yeah. It it it's basically our back episodes being now loaded up onto the onto YouTube. Uh, we'll try to get you all of the episodes that we have available in the Spotify account. Uh, not all of them are there. Some have been missed. Some are missing in action and may never be able to recoup. But we'll see. What we'll do our best to get you everything we can in order. I think we've had some episodes missing, but that's okay, folks. I've seen libraries where there's some missing episodes that just either did, could not air, were taken off, and completely destroyed, or whatnot. I have no idea. Anyways, we hope that you'll subscribe to that channel and get it moving just like you did on Spotify. All right, we're in the Wikipedia. This is part three of WNBC Channel 4. 
So we're in news operation right now in the sub. The subheading is programming, and we're in news operation, and we were on the paragraph right here that picks up where we left off from the last time. So, WNBC relocated from Studio 7E to Studio 3C, the studio previously used by NBC Nightly News, which now originates from Studio 3B on April 21st, 2012. Channel 4 also updated its graphics and switched to the L.A. Groove theme that has been in use by sister station KNBC. On June 15, 2012, Sue Simmons left WNBC as her contract with the station was not renewed. In January of 2013, the station expanded its Sunday 11 p.m. newscast to one hour, possibly to compete with WABC, which expanded its late-night news in January of 2012. June 6, 2016, WNBC revamped its website. June 11th, on the same year beginning with the 11 p.m. newscast, its news graphics were also changed, and it began using look-n graphics from NBC Artworks, beginning becoming the first NBC-owned station to use the new graphics that were rolled out to other NBC-owned stations around this time. On June 13th of the same year, the station debuted its 4 p.m. newscast, thus becoming the second New York television station to expand its newscast to that time period after WABC-TV, which had their 4 p.m. newscast since May of 2011. On October 10, 2016, WNBC relocated from Studio 3C to Studio 3K, the studio also used by Dateline NBC, and sister cable network MSNBC, which bears similarities to the previous set in 3C, albeit a lot larger in size and with several changes. A new weather center area, a touchscreen display similar to today's orange room, an LED wall, and a workspace and presentation pod. In the fall of 2016, WNBC entered a content-sharing agreement with WOR to include news and weather content supplied by the station. NBC's weather content is also heard on other iHeart Media radio stations throughout the New York metropolitan area. And on December 21st of 2016, WNBC announced that it would be launching a new S-brand radar system called Storm Tracker 4, which is planned to launch in winter of 2017. On December 27th of the same year, the station announced it would move the midday newscast to 11 a.m., the first and only 11 a.m. midday newscast of the New York media market, and its locally produced lifestyle entertainment program, New York Live, to 11.30 a.m. beginning January 16th of 2017. As part of the changes of the daytime lineup at the station, it would move days of our lives from the network's default Eastern Time Zone slot of 1 p.m. to the early time slot of 12 p.m., followed by Access Hollywood Live at 1 p.m. June 30th, 2017, it was announced that Chuck Scarborough would step down as the anchor of the 11 p.m. newscast on July 14th, but would continue to anchor the 6 p.m. newscast, 4 p.m. anchor Stephen Holt, whose father, Lester, presides over NBC Nightly News down the hall from Studio 3K, assumed duties for the late newscast beginning July 17th. July 30th, 31st actually, 2017, the station expanded its morning newscast today in New York by a half an hour, beginning at 4 a.m. for a total of three hours. This is the first 4 a.m. newscast in the New York media market since WPIX had one from 2010 to 2014. Six days later, on August 6th of 2017, the Sunday edition of the morning newscast had an extra half hour added after 9.30, 
The 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. portion remained unchanged, and as part of the changes to the station's Sunday morning lineup, Sunday Today with Willie Geist was moved to the network's recommended time of 8 a.m., followed by the LXTV-produced program Open House NYC at 9 a.m. Meet the Press remained at 10.30. November 2017, NBC opened the San Juan News Bureau led by bilingual reporter Julio Gabby Acevedo. The Bureau delivers daily English and Spanish language news and updates for the station and its sister station, WNJU, as well as all NBC and Telemundo-owned stations across the country. The new Bureau operated through February of 2018. August 19th of 2020, it was announced that after four years with the station, Stephen Holt would be leaving to rejoin Chicago sister station WMAQ-TV to anchor its 4 p.m. and 10 p.m. newscast beginning in October. August 31st of 2020, the station announced that 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. news anchor David Ushery would succeed Holt on the 4 p.m. and 11 p.m. newscast beginning October 12th of 2020. However, due to Holt's early departure on September 25th, the official start date was moved up to September 28th. Meanwhile, weekend anchor... Adam Cooperstein succeeded Ushery in the 11 and 5 p.m. newscast. June 7, 2021, NBC started airing a new half-hour weekday 7 p.m. newscast. In January of 2022, WNBC announced plans to launch a new channel for NBC Universal's streaming service Peacock called NBC New York News. This announcement follows the simultaneous rollout of streaming news channels from its sister stations in Chicago, Miami, Philadelphia, and Boston on January 20th, the channel was launched on March 17th of 2022. In the summer of the same year, WNBC indicated it will return to Studio 3B, which will be split with WNJU once the station relocates operations to Rockefeller Center. And then we have some of the notable and current on-air staff, the alumni who've been with us all that time. Here are some controversies and incidents. In 1998, saw the introduction of a brand new Chopper 4, a Eurocopter EC-135 that the station heavily promoted. The new Chopper ended up crashing into the Passaic River near Harrison in Newark, New Jersey on December 3rd of 98. Reporter Kai Simonson and pilot Terry Hawes survived. Hence, the older model, a Eurocopter AS-350, was returned to service and remained until May 4th of 2004 when it crashed while covering a shooting in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Reporter Andrew Torres, pilot Russ Cowrie, and pilot trainee Hassan Tan survived the crash and were taken to area hospitals. The crash occurred at about 6.30 p.m. as the crew was preparing for a live report from the scene of a shooting in East Flatbush. Before the cut-in, Chopper 4 appeared to begin a steep nosedive. WABC's own helicopter captured the initial nosedive and the chopper's subsequent tailspin until crashing into a rooftop. On March 25th of 2008, WNBC carried a paid program leading into NBC's Tuesday night primetime and after the 7 p.m. newscast from mortgage lender Lend America, replacing that night's Access Hollywood. Several big four stations throughout the United States had carried paid programs leading into primetime in a period during the Great Recession to some varied controversy and often due to this day during Saturday evenings, a little traffic time period with no complaint. But the one airing in New York of the Lend America infomercial, which was hosted by ex-WNBC reporter Joe Avalar, 
attracted massive criticism from viewers and local media critics, especially involving Avalar's role as host and Lend America's part in the housing crisis, and to a much lesser extent, preemption of regular weeknight programming. Earning the station $130,000 for the 28-and-a-half-minute program, it generated low ratings and led to a quick fallout, with General Manager Frank Comerford resigning his position from the station for approving the airtime sale. And although Lend America expressed interest in buying more early access time on the station, WNBC has never again carried a paid program before primetime on weeknights. On May 12th of 2008, a primetime promo for that night's 11 p.m. newscast was thought by anchor Sue Simmons to be on tape for later broadcast, but was actually going out live. After completing the first portion of the tease, Simmons noticed co-anchor Chuck Scarborough distracted with something on his desk, on his on-desk laptop and thinking the take would be trashed and another take would be shot for air, shouted, The fuck are you doing? towards him in a matter seemingly meant as an inside joke among colleagues, while YouTube B-roll of a cruise ship departing Manhattan continued to roll before the promo's end. Later during the actual newscast, Simmons profusely apologized for the live outburst, saying, I have to acknowledge an unfortunate incident. I used a word that many people find offensive. It was a mistake I made, and I'm truly sorry. No further comment was made by the station or Simmons about the incident. Late show where David Letterman used clips from the Provo promo and several sketches mocking the incident. February 5th, 2012, the station premiered the I-Team promo during NBC Sports coverage of the Super Bowl featuring former NYPD Commissioner Ray Kelly. But later on that day after the Super Bowl, they edited out Kelly's clip due to some complaints from rival WCBS-TV. However, the spokesman declined to comment and criticisms arose from ABC-TV and WNYW and WPIX, the station's rivals. Station General Manager Michael Jack said in the statement that our investigative team is among the most experienced in the industry and to suggest that the station won't cover the NYPD fairly, accurately, and with balance simply because the commissioner appeared at a station promotional spot is simply not true. And after the promo was edited out of the station, Linda Barquero resigned from the investigative team but continued as a reporter for the station. She was replaced by Pei Says Chang and Jonathan Vigilotti, though Vigilotti later left for WCBS-TV. January 2nd, 2020. WNBC posted a tweet on its Twitter account linking to an Associated Press Wire article syndicated to its website on the recent wave of anti-Semitic violence in the United States, coming three weeks after a targeted shooting at a kosher supermarket in Jersey City, New Jersey. The text of the message, likely automatically generated by the station's content management system, featured one or three bullet points summarizing the article as a whole, and stated that Orthodox Jews moving from the core of New York and New Jersey and into their own self-established communities on the fringe of the tri-state area, due to gentrification, was a reason for an increase of violent anti-Semitic attacks in the border region. With the expansion of Orthodox communities outside NYC, has come civic sparring and some fear the recent violence may be an outgrowth of that conflict. NBC's headline and its inclusion in the tweet was met with backlash from Jewish groups and people, including the progressive Zionist group Zionists and the Republican Jewish Coalition, which called out the station for blaming the Orthodox community for the attacks. Others prominent in the community also questioned the message, including Barry Weiss, former New York State Assemblyman Dov Hicken, 
Ron Campius of the Jewish Telegraphic Agency, and the forwards Bataya Ungar Sargon. The station later apologized for the original headline, deleted the original tweet, and then resent the article tweet with an edited headline. Wow. <laughs> and there you have it, friends. All of the controversies <laughs> and the incidents that happened there on, on the sets. Your look at the history of WNBC Channel 4 New York. Yes. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. The complete three-part series of WNBC Channel 4. And when we come back on Wednesday's edition of the Queen's New Yorker, we're going to look at, of course, the next channel in the chronological order of the channel lineup, which definitely is WABC Channel... Uh, no, not Channel 7. No, 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 no. It'll be WNYW, which is the flagship Fox flagship station for television station in New York City serving as the flagship of the Fox Network. It was owned and operated by the network's Fox television stations division alongside Secaucus, New Jersey. Licensed my network TV flagship, WWOR-TV Channel 9. And both stations share studios at the Fox Television Center on East 67th Street in Manhattan's Lenox Hill neighborhood, while WNYW's transmitter is located at One World Trade Center. We will look at Fox 5 New York on Wednesday's episode 249 of The Queen's New Yorker. Well, hope you had a fun time with this particular episode here. You learned a lot about WNBC that you didn't know before. Some things came back and reminiscent about them. Bottom line is, you learned a lot about these television stations that go back a long way. And they will continue to be in our memories. And as far back as the archives will take it, as they say. We'll see you on Wednesday for the 249th episode of The Queen's New Yorker. I'm Jason Ecanio. Remember, be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid kiss on The Queen's New Yorker. We'll see you on Wednesday. Have a good one. Bye for now. You have been watching The Queen's New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio internet presentation. Thank you for your support.